BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. One stat you might not have known from the Kansas City Chiefs loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. This one cheats a little bit because it's not just from this game. It's from the last three games that the Chiefs have lost to the Bengals, all by the margin of three points. Maybe you didn't know that stat, but here's a better one or a more annoying one, depending on what side of the coin you're looking at this game from. In those three games, the Chiefs have benefited from a Bengals penalty one time by way of a first down. Only one time have the Bengals taken a penalty over those three games that has allowed the Chiefs to have an automatic first down. Kansas City has done it ten times. That is, in my opinion, the biggest difference as to why the Bengals keep beating the Chiefs. The Chiefs give the Bengals free first downs, free yardage, The Chiefs cannot stay out of their own way. Oh, and by the way, in those games, Kansas City, three turnovers. The Bengals, one. The Chiefs also, in the last two games, two sacks against the Bengals total. So that's more than just one stat that might surprise you. That's a lot of stats that might surprise you. But that biggest one, the 10-to-1 ratio on penalties, giving a first down to the opponent, it is crippling Kansas City in these games. And if it doesn't stop... When they play him in the fourth matchup with Burrow Mahomes, the Chiefs will lose again. That is your one stat you may not have known from the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Kansas City Chiefs are looking to bounce back after a three-point loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. They take on the Denver Broncos on what would have been Sunday Night Football. Now it is just Sunday afternoon in Denver. The Broncos, of course, the inverse of the Chiefs record, they are 3-9, coming off a 10-9 snooze fest of a defeat against the Baltimore Ravens. So let's get into the game. Okay, this is the first time these two teams are meeting. They will meet again in Week 17 at Arrowhead Stadium. Look, the Broncos, everybody knows at this point, they are one of the biggest talking points of the season. They are a disaster. Um, the Broncos, this has been a season that's gotten away from them in every conceivable way. The defense is actually really good. The offense just happens to be one of the worst offenses in NFL history, at least in the modern era. 
under 14 points a game now after their nine points showing in Baltimore. They could not break the plane of the end zone. Russell Wilson wasn't terrible statistically. 11, or excuse me, 17-22, buck 89, 8.6 yards per attempt, no touchdowns but no picks, and a QBR of just over 65. The problem was Denver could not run the ball at all. They had 88 rushing yards on 28 attempts, only 3.1 yards per carry. Cortland Sutton had one target before he left the game with a hamstring injury. Jerry Judy had a 40-yard catch. Other than that, only had 25 yards on the game. Uh, look, it, it has been a long, long season for Denver. There is no way around that. Um, the reality is, right now for the Broncos, this is a team that if they give up 17 points, they're losing. Um, that has been the way the season's gone this year, and that's not just me pulling out an arbitrary number. Here are games the Broncos have lost, and here are the opponents' points totals in those games. 17, 32, outlier for the Raiders. 12, 19, 16, 17, 22 in overtime, Raiders again. 23, 10. Nobody this year, save for one Raiders game, which was aided by a defensive score, Nobody this year has scored 24 points against the Broncos, and they're 3-9. and nine. That is how bad the offense has been. And by the way, in their wins this year, when the offense has gone crazy, they've scored 16, 11, and 21. Russell Wilson has thrown for 300 yards once this year. He did it in week one. The Broncos have not had a 100-yard rusher this season. They have not had a 100-yard receiver since week two when Cortland Sutton had 122 against the Houston Texans. They stink offensively. Bad. Really bad. Like shrimp that's been in a hot locker for two months bad. Um, this this has gone horribly sideways for Broncos team that thought by getting Russell Wilson and adding Nathaniel Hackett as a new head coach, they could compete in the AFC West. They could certainly make a playoff run. Not to be the case. They are going to have one of the worst records in football. In fact, they have a top three pick right now. Well, they would have a top three pick, but they traded it for, for Russell Wilson. Um, that's where Denver sits as we start to move forward. Listen, it's been the year from hell. Russell Wilson has eight touchdown passes on the season. Uh, he's averaging just over seven yards an attempt. He's barely completing 60% of his passes. It's been really ugly. And the Broncos running the ball have been very much an average run of the mill team, whether it be Latavius Murray or the Melvin Gordon, who is now in the Chiefs. Or Javante Williams in the four games he played before he unfortunately was lost for the season. The Broncos just simply, there's not much to write home about. And you would expect that from an offense not scoring 14 points per game. Cortland Sutton's the most productive receiver. Jerry Judy's been good. Greg Dulcich, rookie tight end, he's been somewhat of a bright spot. Uh, a little bit over 300 yards over over seven games. Um, he you know he's been he's been a guy that at least has given the Broncos. Some punch, but let's be real. It's been a it's been a long, long year for the Denver Broncos. Now, defensively, as I mentioned, they are very good. Uh, they are one of the best defenses in the league. Now, part of this is because teams don't ever have to be aggressive against them because they know that the offense can't score a point. But they're still getting the job done. You know, look, they they have a pretty decent pass rush. You know, Bradley Chubb's now gone. They traded him for a first round pick. They sent him away to the Miami Dolphins at the trade deadline. Draymond Jones, though, is, is a good quality player, up over five sacks on the year. Nobody else on the team has three. So it's been a little bit by committee. Um, 
but it's a group that it can get after you a little bit. Uh, and, and on the back end, it's a, it's a decent back end. Look, Pat Sertan, this second, Pat Sertan Jr., is a great corner. Justin Simmons, he's been in and out of the lineup this year, but he's an excellent all-pro level safety. Uh, other than that, it becomes a little bit more hit and miss here for the Broncos. I mean, it's not a team. Josie Joel, seven tackles for loss at linebacker. He's got two and a half sacks, a decent player. Um, you know, like I mentioned, Draymond Jones earlier, he's underrated. Uh, eight tackles for loss, five and a half sacks. That's pretty much it. Like, it's mostly a good defense statistically in my viewpoint because, yes, the defense has some talent, but a lot of it's because the Broncos are so bad offensively, the teams just play really conservatively. They're willing to play field position. They're willing to punt the ball away. Why the hell not? They're just going to get it back in three plays anyway. So if you were the Chiefs, what does that mean in this game? I think it means playing an offensive game that's going to drive some fans crazy. Um, I do not think they're going to take many chances in this game. I think they're going to be pretty content to close the playbook a little bit. Try not to give anything away here. Um, Look, they're coming off a loss, so I can see the Chiefs being a little more aggressive than they normally would be against a team like this. But I think for Kansas City, the main thing is don't turn the ball over, don't make big mistakes. This Denver team is simply not equipped to go 70, 80 yards consistently. Um, it's a team that all year long, no matter who they face, the level of competition, and they just cannot get anything going on offense. Uh, if you're the Chiefs, the goal should be to score 20 points. You do that, you win. I, I just don't see a world unless the Chiefs give up a pick six or they muff punts. Basically, the way they play against Indianapolis, I don't think they lose. But that is the key for the Chiefs, as that has been a problem. The Chiefs have played 12 games this year. You want to guess how many times they haven't turned the ball over? Two. That's how many times. Against the Chargers in Week 2 and against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. That is it. That is the full extent of the amount of times the Chiefs have been able to avoid a turnover. That has to start changing. Look, these last five games, if the Chiefs want a shot to one seed, they got to win them. And they got to win them all. And you're not going to have a five-game win streak, I don't think. Although, granted, the Chiefs already had one this year. But you're probably not going to have a five-game win streak if you keep turning the ball over. The odds are against you. Um... This is an opportunity with Denver twice, Houston, Seattle at home, and the Raiders to really prove yourself, to really show, and I don't mean prove yourself in the sense of prove that you're good, prove that you're a contender. Everybody knows that. But I mean to, to prove yourself to yourselves, to go out and play clean football, to stop making mistakes, to maybe find some things that will work for you in the postseason. That has to be the key for the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, if they don't beat the Broncos, it's a five-alarm fire. Okay, Denver is not good. Denver is not a team that should challenge you in any way, shape, or form when you're on defense. The Chiefs should be able to move the ball to some degree. And again, 17 to 20 points should be more than enough. Now, you'd like to see the Chiefs do more than that. You'd like to see the Chiefs be able to put up you know, 24, 27 points and, and really make this game a somewhat of a laugher. But for the Chiefs to do that, they have to be able to execute can't keep taking the penalties that are drive cripplers. Can't keep making the mistakes like the fumble we saw from Travis Kelsey. Oregon's Jacksonville and they had three turnovers and they weren't ready for an onside kick. Oregon's the Rams and they threw a pick in the end zone and they muffed the punt and they were asleep on an onside or excuse me, on a fake punt. That stuff can't happen. And that should be the focus of this game. The focus of this game for the Chiefs should be not to make egregious mistakes. If they don't do that, they will win. They will probably win by a couple of scores as they are favored by more than a touchdown in this game. So, 
Kansas City Chiefs making their annual pilgrimage to Denver against a team they have not lost to since week two of the 2015 season. We'll see if the Chiefs can keep that streak alive.